Get Sleepy is a production of Slumber Studios and is made possible thanks to the generous support of our sponsors and premium members. If you'd like to listen ad-free and access weekly bonus episodes, extra long stories, and our entire back catalogue, you can try out Premium free for seven days by following the link in the episode notes. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Get Sleepy where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. As always, I'm your host, Thomas. Thanks for tuning in. Tonight's story is about a man and his dog at the beach, beautifully written by Lily and soothingly read by Nikki. It's a follow-up to an earlier episode we released, called A Quiet Morning Connecting with Nature. In that story, a young woman named Jade had her first volunteering session. This time, we're going to meet Nick, one of Jade's neighbours and friends, and his brown Labrador, Juno. Now it means the world to the team and I to be able to bring this show to you and to help you get the best sleep possible. However, we can't do it without the kind support of our premium subscribers. So, if you're enjoying the show and you feel like you're getting a lot of value from it, in terms of good rest and better health, it would be amazing to have your support on Get Sleepy Premium. As a big thank you for being a part of the Get Sleepy family, the benefits for our premium supporters include nearly 500 full-length episodes to choose from each night, all completely ad-free, plus our weekly bonus episodes that come out every Thursday exclusively on Get Sleepy Premium. Tomorrow, I'll be reading a meditative story full of calming sensory experiences about a visit to a spa that utilizes color therapy. To hear that and everything else on our premium feed, go to getsleepy.com support. You'll have a seven-day free trial when you first sign up to make sure you're happy. That's getsleepy.com support, or you can simply follow the link in the show notes to find out more. Now then, it's nearly time for our story. But first, 
let's just take some time to relax and unwind. Give yourself a moment to acknowledge any thoughts that are still lingering in your mind. Whatever they may be, now is not the time to deal with these thoughts. Now is the time to let them go. If you do find yourself having difficulty quietening your mind, you could try visualizing your thoughts as small, fluffy feathers. And they're just resting on the palm of your hand. Each feather represents a different thought. There may be just one or two, or perhaps several little feathers clustered together. Just watch them on your palm for a moment without judgment. Sense how soft and how light these feathers feel, completely harmless to you. In fact, they are so light that they do not weigh on you whatsoever. They are so light that as soon as they leave your hand, they will be carried away by the breeze. So, stretch your hand out wide and gently blow those light, fluffy feathers from your palm. They are so weightless that they float up into the air, carried further away, and gradually out of sight. Now that you've let your thoughts gently drift away, we can begin our story. We're back on Florence Road, which some of you may remember from before. It's a calm and peaceful morning, so let's join Nick as he wakes up from a good night's sleep. Nick, head still sunk into his pillow, opened his eyes. Two big brown ones were looking straight back at him. Juno, his beloved dog, was sitting on the floor by the bed, 
with her head resting on the mattress, gazing at him. Nick smiled, and immediately Juno's tail began to swipe back and forth across the carpet as she wagged it happily. This is how Nick awoke every day. He wondered how long Juno sat there, patiently waiting for him to get up each morning. He reached his arm over the bed and stroked Juno on the head. Her fur was soft and warm. She liked to sit in the spots of sunlight that came into the bedroom in the mornings. She must have been doing that just before Nick woke up. Nick stretched, pulled his duvet off him, and stepped into a pool of sunlight on the carpet. Like Juno, he enjoyed the way it felt, and stood there for a moment as it warmed his feet. He could hear the faint sounds of some of his neighbours leaving early for work. He listened closely. He was sure he could hear his next-door neighbour, Joe, saying goodbye to his partner, Kate, and their two children. Nick smiled. They were a lovely family, and the best neighbours one could ask for. Nick made the bed, whilst Juno waited patiently. When he had finished, he turned to Juno and asked, Breakfast? Juno stood up straight, her tail wagging excitedly, and her mouth wide as if smiling. Nick opened the bedroom door, and Juno led the way down the hall to the kitchen. He filled Juno's two bowls, food in one, and water in the other. Then, he made himself a steaming hot cup of coffee. He opened a window that looked down onto his street, drinking his coffee as the cool morning breeze ruffled his hair. From here, he could see his car. He'd packed everything he needed for today last night so it was all ready for him and Juno this morning. Today he was taking Juno to the beach. They'd leave straight after breakfast. When Nick had finished in the kitchen he left Juno to lie by the open window while he got dressed and made sure he hadn't forgotten anything. He got Juno's harness out of the cupboard by the door and turned to see Juno waiting behind him. She let him pull it over her head and attach the lead. He told Juno to pick a toy and she trotted off, returning with her big squeaky ball in her mouth. They were ready. 
They stepped out of their front door at the same time as their neighbours. Kate and the two children were leaving for the school run. The kids beamed. Juno's here. Juno jumped up so her front legs were on the dividing wall between their gardens. And they stroked and scratched her all over. Nick laughed as he saw how much Juno enjoyed the attention. Her tail wagged non-stop, swatting Nick's legs. Nick told them he was taking Juno to the beach today. They all wished they could come too. Nick smiled. Next time we'll all go together. Kate gave Juno a big stroke before wishing Nick and Juno a lovely day and ushering the two excited children up the path towards school. Nick waved goodbye, wishing them a good morning. Nick looked up. The sky was blue with not a cloud in sight. It was a perfect day to go to the beach. Juno led the way to the car. She loved going on trips. Nick opened the back door and Juno jumped in, resting her big squeaky ball on the seat beside her and turning a few times in order to get comfortable before lying down. Nick gently shut the door behind her and climbed into the driver's seat. Nick had built a small extension onto the armrest in the middle of the car, as Juno liked to rest her head on it and stretch out. Now that both of them were settled in, Nick began the drive down Florence Road, turning off at the end of it. Their little adventure had officially begun. The roads were clear, with hardly any other cars travelling at this time of day. They'd successfully missed the traffic. Nick loved the feeling of being free, out on the road, heading away from town and into the quiet of the countryside. Every now and then, Juno would give his arm a gentle boop just to remind him she was there. Her head lay on the armrest, just by the crook of his elbow. She was happiest when she was near him. She let out a sigh, quite content. Halfway into the drive, Nick pulled into a quiet service station. Juno raised her head, looking out at where they were. Nick found a spot near a grassy embankment. He let Juno out to stretch her legs and also got out her travel water bowl so she could have a drink. 
they walked over to a hut that was near the main service building, where a serving hatch was open. A friendly barista was waiting behind it and greeted Nick with a warm smile, asking how he could help. Nick had already had his coffee this morning. Now he fancied a little treat. The barista told him that they had a selection of freshly baked cakes for sale. They had Victoria sponge, chocolate and lemon drizzle. Lemon drizzle had been Nick's favourite since he was little. He'd have a slice of that, please. He paid for the cake before the barista pointed to a bowl of free doggy treats. Nick thanked him, took his slice of lemon drizzle and a treat for Juno, and headed back towards the grass. They ate their snacks on the grassy bank before getting back into the car and setting off once more. It wouldn't be long to the beach now, Soon enough, Nick was pulling into a small car park on the edge of Cardigan Bay Beach. They were here. Juno sat up straight, tail swishing from side to side, as she looked out of the window. Her nose was already raised, pointed upwards, smelling all the new scents and her breath was fogging up the window. She could barely contain her excitement. As Nick opened her door, Juno leapt out and ran straight for the sand. Nick laughed and followed her. She didn't need her lead here. She was free to roam and explore as she pleased. The beach was quiet. Only a couple of other dog walkers here and there. The sound of the waves ebbing and flowing and washing up on the sandy banks was so relaxing. Nick faced the shore and closed his eyes. The sea brought with it a beautiful, salty, fresh smell. And Nick inhaled it in. The sun gleamed up in the sky. The odd sprays of water droplets from the waves were keeping Nick cool. He could hear Juno sniffling about beside him, her tail gently brushing against his legs as she moved about. Nick opened his eyes. The sun's reflection gleamed across the surface of the water, making it twinkle. Nick began to explore the ground with Juno, looking for any unusual rocks or shells. 
He liked finding trinkets he could keep. Each one he kept reminded him of the different beaches he and Juno had explored together. He reached down and lifted a half-submerged shell from the sand. It was a beautiful shade of soft pink with curled edges. Nick wiped it clean and admired it. He'd never seen a shell this colour before. It was in pristine condition and would fit perfectly with his collection at home. He pocketed it before looking for a good stick for Juno. He found one that was the right size and held it high. Juno jumped with excitement, spinning once or twice on the spot in anticipation. Finally, Nick released it, casting it into the shallow waters, and Juno ran after it. They repeated this as they headed up the beach, following the sand as it stretched out the length of the bay. Cliffs lined the edge of the beach, a gentle gradient leading up to them from the car park. And Nick noticed a sign for a hidden footpath. Perhaps he and Juno would explore it after lunch. For now, they wanted to stay on the sandy banks. Nick couldn't help but appreciate the peacefulness of the place. No cars. No traffic. No sirens. Just the sounds of the waves and seabirds. Bliss. Soon, a new sound reached Nick's ears. He couldn't think what it was at first. It was a whooshing sound, continuous and melodic. They walked on until they found the source of the noise. Nick couldn't quite believe his eyes. Water was cascading over the side of the cliffs, creating the most beautiful natural waterfall Nick had ever seen. The water poured through a crevice at the top, down the cliff face and into a small pool at the bottom of it. From here, the water made its way through a nook in the sand and out into the sea. Nick felt like he had stumbled upon a secret place of beauty that no one else knew about. Juno paddled in the pool and Nick crouched down to feel the water with his hands. It was so clean. He whirled his hands back and forth, the slippery water appearing almost like silk across his palms. Nick 
He stood up and watched the water make its way down the stream and out to sea, where it would then merge with the ocean. He thought about how it would provide fresh nutrients and what kind of sea life would benefit from this very waterfall. Nature really was a wonder to behold. No matter what else was going on, it would always persist quietly in the background. After reaching the end of the beach, Nick decided it was time for a swim. He and Juno headed back to the car park and Nick got his packed bag and a blue and white striped beach umbrella out of the boot. They headed back to find the perfect place to settle in. Nick spotted an area towards one side where he could hear the sound of the waterfall. It was close to the water, but not close enough to get wet while lying there. The sand was soft. He could imagine having a nap later. Nick set out Juno's travel bowl so she could come and drink from it as she pleased. Next, he stuck the bottom of the big umbrella into the sand and opened it up, creating a round area of shade. He got his towel out of his bag and spread it on the sand, ready for when he came back from his swim. He was already in his swimming trunks. He called to Juno, who was sniffling around near the umbrella, and began to walk towards the sea. Juno came and trotted alongside him. Nick stepped into the water with his bare feet. It was so clean and clear, and the sunlight bouncing off it made it look like diamonds. He scrunched his toes so that he could feel the sand between them. Together, they waded further in until the water was around Nick's waist. Juno was a wonderful swimmer and loved being in the open water. She stayed close to Nick while he swam. It was as if she thought she needed to keep an eye on him. The feeling of the cool water on Nick's body and the warm sun on his face was so refreshing. There was nothing like swimming in the sea, especially on a day like this. He and Juno splashed around together in the gentle waves. Juno found a washed-up log and holding it in her mouth swam over to Nick. He took it from her and cast it towards the shore 
Juno swam after it. It landed on the sand, and Juno retrieved it before turning and running back into the water, creating big splashes. Nick couldn't help but laugh. Juno was a picture of pure joy. Nick began floating on his back. It felt as if he was the only person in the world. The sun gleamed above him. The waves gently rocked him, holding him up and supporting his body. He felt so grateful to be able to be here, to experience the wonderful gifts nature had to offer, and to feel at one with the world. Nick and Juno swam towards the shore, stepping back onto the soft sand. Juno shook the water from her coat, spraying Nick's legs with hundreds of little droplets. Nick laid down on his towel and retrieved a bottle of water from his bag. Juno spun around on the spot a few times before settling in the shade of the umbrella and letting out a contented sigh. Nick sipped the cool water before getting his book out of the bag. He nestled into the towel and sand, making himself comfortable before opening his book. He was reading a story about a family from South America in the 1970s. It was full of beautiful imagery, and Nick loved reading about all the different characters in the family. He'd always wanted to travel to South America. Maybe soon, he would finally book the trip. Nick could hear Juno as she gently started snoring. The sun had moved across the sky, casting Nick in the moving shadow of the umbrella. His eyelids felt heavy. He turned the page of his book and tried to concentrate on the words in front of him. But they seemed to blur as his mind began drifting away from the characters in the story. He closed the book and put it to one side. He lay on his back and allowed his eyes to close. He could hear the waves gently rushing up the sand. 
before retreating again. He could hear Juno breathing in and out fast asleep. And he could hear the sound of the waterfall that they had found further up the beach. He listened to the sound of the water cascading down the cliff and trickling along the sand towards the sea. The rhythm of all the sounds seemed to merge into one. Nick sighed happily as he drifted off into a contented sleep full of twinkling water and sunshine.